for whatever reason, say you don't have any pre-recorded anything and you are essentially working one-on-one as a coach, then shrink down your income for the month and say, okay, how much do I need to have in order to pay my bills, eat, you know, cover the basics Mm -hmm. and then make that your goal. Don't try to go for a 40K month during a dark night of the soul. (laughs) Like I did, by the way. <laughs> like that. I tried, oh, man. I mean, I, I got, like, halfway there. But still, like, uh-huh. it was... It, don't put undue pressure on yourself. Don't put unnecessary pressure on yourself to grow uh-huh. while you're restoring. Yes. While you're healing. Yes. Like, that is... You're already growing in the healing. So don't don't give yourself double the work, essentially. Mm-hmm. And if you are still, like... Because there's going to be parts of it, like, as it continues to come into your awareness, mm-hmm. where you're going to want to fight against it. Where you're like, mm-hmm. I don't know, okay, I'm just not going to think about it, or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you get this frantic energy about you, because you're yep. like, I just got to do stuff. Like, I can't I can't deal with this right now. I got to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to make money. And um, what I really wanted to say here is that, like, don't let that franticness drive you. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Sold Out Strategy, the podcast for empaths, healers, and spiritual business owners who are committed to activating their purpose and growing their sold out businesses with integrity. We are your hosts, Nanette Minley and Sahara Page. Welcome to this week's episode. So I think that I'm like, I have good like memory, like visually, so I'm pretty sure I... Yeah, we don't have our notes today, so... (laughs) (laughs) We had them, and then uh, then I forgot them, so... And then, apparently, we just needed to speak off the cuff today, so... Yeah. Um, Okay, so, where do you want to go first? Do you want to go... I think we should maybe talk about what a dark night of the soul is, Uh um, and what that looks like, Mm -hmm. uh, just so people can be like, oh, is that me? Uh, So, a dark night of the soul is... When you feel like this really, (laughs) um, for me, I've had like two different kinds, right? So sometimes I really feel like I, I can feel myself being pulled into like a more introspective space, a more like restorative space Mm -hmm. where like, I can't deal with this right now. (laughs) Everything is overloading me. I am very overwhelmed by over everything. It doesn't feel aligned. I'm not excited about anything. (laughs) And then you kind of like feel yourself pulling back into like that restorative, like, I just need to like be by myself. I don't want to do this right now. I just need to like, mm. and then there's the other kind of like dark night of the soul where things that you have not completely dealt with uh, are things that you haven't completely fully integrated or looked at from your past or um, just memories about yourself or anything like that they start coming up without you kind of having any control over them because maybe you get triggered by something that's happening in your life and then you are like you're like, okay, I just realized that I'm a huge bitch and I need to like deal with this right now. Handle it. Yeah, and I gotta handle it. And then it just kind of like wells up inside of you. Yeah. And that's what I call like when we say like honoring whatever is like rising inside of you, that's exactly what we're talking about. So yeah. even if it's good or if it's bad, yep. it's really important that 
just as a spiritual person, <laughs> as a human being, <laughs> that you honor what your body is telling you and what yeah. your soul is telling you is when your intuition is trying to tell you because that is your connection to the divine. And if you listen to those things, that's just the universe and everything and and the powers that be, <laughs> all right, your higher self pushing you towards higher versions of yourself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just going to be a little rocky yeah, getting there. Yeah, like moving through that. And I want to um, quickly break and say, like, what we mean by honoring. I have mm-hmm. I have some de- definitions, but I like for you to obviously chime in. Like, I think when I am saying honoring, it's kind of like we're seeing it. Yes. We're not judging it. We're allowing it to come up however it's coming up. Mm-hmm. And then we're taking kind of like a, like a study of it. We're looking at yeah. – we're looking into it, like investigating what – what is happening is yeah like a curiosity a wonder um without judgment and that's like such a huge part of this Mm -hmm. when you're honoring your whatever's coming up like let's just say let's give some like context here sometimes you know something traumatic happens in your life you're having challenges in your relationships in your household in your you know with your kids whatever it is those things can bring up pain they can bring up um anxiety Mm -hmm. they can bring up even like bouts of depression, which yes. I've dealt with, yes, um, and they can bring up anger. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of things that it, that can, it can bring up, and so it, we're saying, in honoring that, it would be looking at it, allowing it to come up, having enough um, awareness of yourself mm-hmm. to take a step back and see what's happening inside of you. So yeah. that's what I mean by honoring. Yeah. Do you want to add anything? Yeah, well, it's basically putting yourself in a space where you're not, like, struggling against yourself. Yep. You're not, like, pushing it back down. You're not like, i got to deal with those things. got to stuff it. i got to, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. i got to deal with this. I can't handle this right now. And basically, mm-hmm. you can either, like, switch it off, disassociate, or <laughs> just, like, turn into, like, this weird version of yourself where it's guiding you, but you don't... You don't even realize it. Yeah, you like you, and it comes out as like jealousy, or it comes out as like all of these like non-savory types, emotions, and types of aspects of yourself that you don't really want to be known as, but then they just come out, and you're like, oh, yeah. So you're saying, I think, is if you don't honor it, yes, it's gonna just, it's gonna leak out somewhere in an unconscious way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't feel good to you. It doesn't Mm -hmm. feel good to whoever's on the receiving end of whatever's happening. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely not a good business move to ignore this stuff because, yes. especially if you are someone who has sales calls or uh-huh. like puts out content or something like that, it leaks out. Like mm-hmm. the energy leaks out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually have talked about energy and vibrations with, behind your content in a previous episode. So, like, that would be a good thing to reference if you haven't listened to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when you're honoring these things, like, it, it, it really takes. Like, the emphasis is not judging yourself and allowing yourself to um, take the time yes. to really thoroughly look at what's going on. Yes, instead of having that internal struggle of being mm-hmm. like, I can't deal with this, or that's not me, or I didn't, I didn't, that didn't really happen, or whatever. Or, or making it not a priority. Yeah, or making it just generally not a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, like, creating that friction mm-hmm. with whatever's trying to rise within you, then... Uh, it's not going to be beneficial for you in the long run. It's not going to go away. <laughs> it, nope. If anything, it'll get worse. Yep. Um, but what I would suggest doing, if we were going to use metaphors, uh, mm-hmm. um, is to just kind of 
like you said, look at it very objectively, kind of like in a meditative state instead mm-hmm. of a um, close-up state. You, you can look at it from a distance. It doesn't have to be up there. Yes. You know? Such an important thing. Yes. Like, because if we are up in it, like in uh-huh. those feelings, and we actually try to take this uh, non-judgment approach mm-hmm. when it's right up in our face and we're too close to it, um, that's not going to work because no. then we'll be magnifying things that don't need to be magnified. Yeah, and then you trigger your own self. <laughs> yeah, let's and not. And this is like a cycle. <laughs> and you got a business. Yeah. It's like, it's too much. So it's important, I think, to um, look at it from a distance. And if you want to use a metaphor, just kind of like be gentle with it. And, um, you know, you can just always hold its hand. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be like this... Um, I hate this part of myself. You could just be like, you know what, that is is a part of me. Like me, I always talk about my anger because I um, love to blow up. Like I just like to be angry. And I think that's why I think drama is so funny Um, because I, well, now I've done a lot of healing work around it. And now the way that it leaks out in me is that whenever I feel that kind of part of my personality coming up, I just let it come out in a funny way. And then yeah. it kind of falls flat. It doesn't really hurt anybody. It doesn't hurt me. And then there's a funny thing that we can laugh about and then move on. Yeah, so you've learned how to integrate that yes, part that's of how I, yeah. That's how I've, I've looked at my anger at a distance. <laughs> and then I decided I was time that I wanted to change that part of myself. Mm-hmm. And then um, I just integrated it in back into that way. And so whenever I – it doesn't mean that my anger's gone. Like, <laughs> no. Like, I'm a holistic person. And if you're having dark nights of the soul where, like, like you're feeling really reclusive and you need to look at these parts of yourself or things are welling up in you and you need to look at these parts of yourself. I think it's important to look at them from a distance until you're ready to fully start to integrate them back into your life. Because what's happening is that your awareness is bubbling. (laughs) And um, that's the hardest part of healing to me is that when things come into your awareness, once they're in your awareness, that's that's the easy stuff. Yeah. But, like, getting it out of your subconscious and out of, like, <laughs> the shadow part of yourself and into, like, that transitionary part mm-hmm. where you're actually starting to know things that you've been unconscious about that you're doing, that's the most difficult part. But once, once you get past the, the transmutation, whatever, or mm-hmm. into the conscious, then you're like, oh, okay. Then it's easier to think about. You're like, yeah, I do have that side of me where, like, I'm manipulative. (laughs) Or I have that side of me where I'm very dramatic. You know, like, that's just me. You know, and then you Uh feel better about yourself. But what we're talking about is how to do this when you're feeling these feelings and you still need to make money. Right. And you still have to have a business. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. And I think that, like, one of the most important aspects of this is that you, you can turn it into a process. Like, you can totally turn this into a process. Um, If you don't know how, if you don't know me, I'm 28, which means I'm going through my sign of return right Mm -hmm. now, which means that I'm having these, like, a current, like, these awarenesses and these dark nights of the souls kind of like back to back, Mm -hmm. and they continue to come up for me. And so I've been working on a process for myself that (laughs) allows me to essentially continue my life so that I'm not like, you know, out of out money of or like yeah. completely out of, you know, a business, right? And so the process that I essentially have worked through is what you were just talking about. Like 
allowing yourself to look at it without judgment, right? And for me, that has come through verbal processing. Like, I'm talking about it mostly to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking about it. But some people may um, communicate you. with... <laughs> <laughs> pay you some money, right? Um, so you're you're communicating however you tend to communicate maybe that's through journaling right some people yeah. really love journaling mm-hmm. i am working through my resistance with that still <laughs> but um journaling communicating with a close friend mm-hmm. like working if you're working with a coach or something or a therapist like just getting it out of you so that you can have some other context right because if you write it down you can at least read it and it's not just swirling around in your head yes formless yes and, and that's a really good point to make this was told to me like several years ago and it like blew my mind is that if you are are always telling yourself stuff in your head and you keep telling yourself things or you're ignoring things or Mm -hmm. (laughs) just whatever if you only live in your head and you don't ever tell it to somebody else or write it down or bring it out into the physical world then of course you believe what is ever in your head yeah because it's you telling yourself those things yeah and you're your own frame of reference yes and you believe yourself right and so once you said because there's been times i said things and i was like wow that was dumb (laughs) Yeah, like once you put it out there, you're like, that's an interesting belief. Can't that believe, makes no sense. Can't believe that I believed that for my entire life. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's fun when you can like really get it out there and you see, oh, okay. Now I'm now that I'm looking at this, it makes zero sense. So I can carry on. Sometimes it's that simple. Sometimes it, it's like, oh, just getting it out there um, will allow for some deep healing. But sometimes it's not something that just goes away with awareness, right? So like other ongoing type challenges like health related things or relationship related Mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. um those things will require you to um know what is going to get you to a baseline okay right so for me that has been um taking baths Mm -hmm. being in the water Mm -hmm. um i'm a pisces so i like and i really love water for real so i like to just be in water and whenever i'm feeling like out of my center emotionally right Mm -hmm. so um figuring out what's going to get you feeling just more yourself more connected to yourself because um if this is something that continues to come up then you're going to have a way to kind of combat that yeah like emotionally so as long as it's something conscious and not unconscious like eating yeah um (laughs) yeah like mindless eating right that's a good point mindless eating or dissociating like uh-huh. you mentioned earlier uh, yeah i'm a um, pro yeah same, <laughs> same. Pro at we should get like a certification or something <laughs> Hi, yeah. we don't like to feel things <laughs> right so like figuring out how you're going to cope with it right and again if you're talking to someone and if you're working with someone this will be a lot easier because they can give you ideas too mm-hmm. but if you're if you're on your own for whatever reason like decide what that is that you're going to do to get yourself feeling good on a daily basis yes this so um what she's saying here is that it's really important to own your process if yeah. you know that there is this is something that's going to happen regularly for you or it's you're going through a period where it keeps happening and you're noticing it and you're like okay i gotta deal with this so it's important to have some kind of like healing framework or like own that type of um uh, schedule for yourself that's going to give you the amount of time and space that you need that takes care of it yeah and then you can come back to your business and say okay like i'm still like you said at the baseline i'm still here i can function i'm okay i have dealt with this stuff a really good thing is that um if you 
uh, have some in your area, you should go to a, a women's circle. Um, yeah, connect I for sure. Connect with other people. If you don't have somebody to talk to, um, I've hosted several uh, with my friends here in Phoenix. And every time I go, I learn something so deeply about myself, even if I don't speak anything. And it's just something special that happens, I think, with women whenever we sit down mm-hmm. and really bare our souls in a very non judgmental way to each other. Right, right. So much <clears throat> stuff comes up. Yeah. And if you can't not, like, if you can't avoid judging yourself, mm-hmm. definitely pull somebody else in. Mm-hmm. If you are unable to not judge yourself Mm -hmm. while you're moving through this, like you definitely need to go connect with like a woman's circle, a friend, a somebody, so that you're able to process this in a way that's not just stuck inside your head. Um, That's like really, really important. So that's a good point. Yeah, it is a really good point. And what we're really talking about in this whole, (laughs) I think when we're saying that uh, you want to own this healing journey for yourself Mm -hmm. and don't let it just drive you. Yeah. um, What we're saying is that own that alignment space too. Mm -hmm. So that's um, going to be like really, really crucial if you're going through this dark period or um, you just need to like step back and be restorative. Uh, If you're feeling those feelings, definitely uh, have some framework in place and have somebody to talk to. And also really, really, really take care of your alignment and listen to it at that point. Because if you are able to listen to your body very deeply every day and say okay this is what i need i'm going to give this to myself and now i'm not going to be a bitch (laughs) (laughs) another thing that's really important is strategy like what are you actually going to do with your business now that you're in this space and you are you know aware that you need to work on this. It's not something that you've completely worked through yet, but you still need cash, right? And so um, here's where I wanna chime in and give you just some cool things that you can do uh, for your business or through your business that would support you kind of taking a little bit of a step back. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is going to be to go find some old posts. Like, depending on how long you've been in business, Um, You may have content that's 3, 6, 12 months old that worked really well back then and you can take that out of the archive and reuse it, okay? Mm -hmm. You don't have to invent the wheel over and over and over in your business. Mm -hmm. And so if you're in a space where creating is challenging, you know, some people who are going through dark nights of the soul, like they can create really a lot better than normal. But some people cannot, right? (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. I, I can't even think about... Um, writing a post for Facebook right now because I'm crying my eyes out, that kind mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. So digging back into your old content and pulling out as much as you can for you to recycle or repurpose, right? So Yeah, there are gems there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and actually they tend to be really, really worthwhile because you were still developing. Mm-hmm. And if you're serving some version of yourself as like your your ideal client or your soulmate client then like you have some stuff that you may have forgotten that you went through or learned a couple of months ago that could really serve your current soulmate client. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, but if you put out a, let's just say a short post on Facebook, 
last year, you can turn that same post into an Instagram story or something like that. Just speak it out loud. You can expand on it if you're feeling okay to do that. But you can also just straight up post it again. Not share it, like copy and then paste it as a new thing because the likelihood that people um, will see it both times, last year and this year, yeah. very, very low. Yeah, yeah, very low. <laughs> people are not really watching you that closely. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can also like go across networks too. So if you had an Instagram caption a year ago, that you had really thought through and and, and wrote out, you can take that and move it into Facebook and vice versa. So the idea here is to repurpose content so that you're not having to create as much while you're in the space, Um, especially if it doesn't feel good to create while you're in the space. Yeah. So that would be my first tip. The second tip is to reach into your archives for uh, recordings of, of training. So if maybe you did a training for a group program um, that you hosted or maybe you did a, a live course or something like that or, you know, whatever. What If you have already pre-packaged, like, recordings, um, now is the time to launch those again yes. or sell those mm-hmm. because this is not going to require as many sales conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've launched it before, then you know the content that will launch it. You know what I mean? That You don't have to reinvent that whole thing. But also, it's going to be essentially more passive income sales once you're, um, like, because you're making money and you're not actually having to set up calls with clients and deliver anything except for the video file or the audio file or whatever workbooks associated with it. So that's a really, um, like a good way to continue to make some cash or bring in cash when you're not really feeling up to having a lot of one-on-one conversations. Mm -hmm. But if you are um, feeling like you want to have, you know, like you're okay to have a couple of one-on-one conversations, then let's like take a look at how much income you really need to bring yeah. in. And this is, um, like, if you, if for whatever reason, say you don't have any pre-recorded anything and you are essentially working one-on-one as a coach, then shrink down your income for the month and say, okay, how much do I need to have in order to pay my bills, eat, you know, cover the basics, mm-hmm. and then make that your goal. Yeah. Don't try to go for a 40K month during a dark night of the soul. <laughs> Like I did, by the way. <laughs> like I tried, oh man! I mean, I, I got like halfway there, but still, like uh-huh. it was. It, don't put undue pressure on yourself. Don't put unnecessary pressure on yourself to grow uh-huh. while you're restoring. Yes, while you're healing. Yes, like that is you're already growing in the healing. So don't don't give yourself double the work. Essentially, mm-hmm. and if you are still like, because there's going to be parts of it, like as it continues to come into your awareness, mm-hmm. where you're going to want to fight against it, where you're like, mm-hmm. I don't know, okay, I'm just not going to think about it, or like whatever, mm-hmm. and then you get this frantic energy about you because you're yep. like, I just got to do stuff. Like I can't, I can't deal with this right now. I got to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to make money, and um, what I really wanted to say here is that like, don't let that franticness drive you. Yeah. Okay. Really look at your finances. Mm-hmm. And I know this is hard. Really look at your money and really look at your bills and say, what is, what do I need to survive? Yeah. Okay. And that if you are making that mark, good. Let that, yeah. frant- let that frantic thing go for like a week yeah. or two. Just let it go. Yeah. And then come back or a couple of days. It might just be a couple of days yeah. that you need. But the point is, is that if that franticness is there mm-hmm. and your, that friction is there, that it's just going to cause 
like the ripple in other areas of your life. Yeah. And you, you want to make more money. You want to do these things, mm-hmm. but sometimes you have to just honor what where you're at at that point. Yes. And lean on your other options and really, really look and see what do you need to survive. At, yes. At the lowest point. <laughs> no, that's so good. And I think that this happened. Well, I know that this happened for me because I didn't want to lose momentum. So I was like, okay, this is coming. Whatever was coming up <laughs> was coming up at an inconvenient. <laughs> I see it coming. <laughs> it, I, it was inconvenient. The timing was inconvenient. Oh, it's right? never convenient. Right. Of <laughs> I know this now. <laughs> but back then, I did not know this. And I was like, wow, this could not have come at a more inconvenient time. And um, But I did not want to lose momentum. I had just wrapped up my work with a coach. It was, like, amazing work. And I didn't want to lose the momentum. And so um, that's why I was pushing myself so hard. Mm-hmm. But, like, what would have served me better is to really do what I'm telling you now and just say, okay, what are my bills? Okay, what is what do I need to do to pay, like, for food and mm-hmm. for, the, like, just the basic needs? And maybe a few, like, extra dollars would be great, like, for you know, things that would make me feel nice, like we talked earlier, but not going for a 40K month after, like, you know, devastation is in the mind and all, like, you're Mm -hmm. trying to figure out who I am and, you know, all of this stuff. So um, you're not going to lose momentum if you continue to just hit your baseline. It's not – it's better for you to honor this, like we're talking about, Get your 3K or 4K, whatever it is that you need to survive. Depending on where you live, that may be very different. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, once you've moved through this, maybe, like, we'll try again next month and continue up from there. But it's not worth your sanity, and it's not worth um, that frenetic energy that you end up putting everywhere Mm -hmm. um, in order for you to, you know, try to hit this big goal, right? And, like, that's what hustle is, like, when you look at it. Like, that's what, what people are talking about hustle is, like, this energy of like anxiety driving you mm-hmm. you have to get this number you have to make this money and alignment would be essentially like honoring yeah. <laughs> where you are then yeah, yeah, and choosing exactly. from that space so um that that when you were talking about that energy that nervous and frantic energy that was like oh yeah that's hustle uh-huh. that's what people are referring to yeah and i i hate hustle yeah <laughs> like that's the whole point we're not you know, this whole point of being an entrepreneur is that yeah. I don't want to hustle. Yeah, you want to do it your way. And I want to do it my way. That feels good, <laughs> right? In a way that feels good, right? And so, like, that's actually a really great point because, like, if you're building your business for you, mm-hmm. you're building your business for time freedom, then, um, uh, like, use it. Use yeah. that time freedom. Use the abilities that you've, like, essentially infused into your business to take some time off and, yeah. like just be with yourself yeah. right there's there's really a lot more that like a lot more freedom once you have built your business but even if you're in a space of still building it mm-hmm. there's things that you can do to earn income outside of your business if you're if you're currently not meeting those deadlines right so i wanted to talk about that a little bit okay. if you're not in an established business where you know for sure you can get your baseline bills paid Mm -hmm. you know taking up something like an uber or postmates or you know teaching or whatever like Mm -hmm. those are all things that can supplement your income that are going to take a little bit of pressure off you as well yeah i think um it's really really important to say that like if like there's no shame in contract work like (laughs) say it again there is no shame (laughs) 
in contract work, okay? There's no shame in you trying to make ends meet to keep you in your alignment and your dream business yep. alive. Yeah. No shame. Contract work <laughs> is also not unaligned. Yeah. Right? Like, people are, there's sometimes people will say, like, oh, no, well, if it's taking me out of my business, it's not aligned. And it's not true. Like, you need to take care of yourself, uh-huh. right? And if it, if being, like, stubborn about staying in your business is what you think is going to happen, like, what's really going to happen is you're going to run out of money and you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, why didn't I get into this sooner? Mm-hmm. Like, start asking for some other opportunities sooner. So, this again comes back to the beginning where you're really like looking at it, looking at what's coming up, looking at the situation, looking at the whole thing. So you can make some grounded decisions about how you're going to move forward. Yes. Because life is still going to go on. Even if you, your parts of your soul is like pulling you back Mm -hmm. into like, Ooh, we need to deal with this part of ourselves. Life on the outside is still going to go on. And if you have children, if you have, um, like, I don't know, bills or insurance or, mm-hmm. like, anything uh, health-related that you have to take care of that's really right. important, mm-hmm. like, that's not always convenient, <laughs> right? Right. Like, it's never a convenient time for you to have a dark night of the soul. That's why yeah. it's literally called dark night of the soul. <laughs> truly, truly, yeah. <laughs> and so it's important to um, give yourself the best opportunity to succeed yeah. during this time, and that means... Um, first owning the healing yeah. and not letting it drive you into crazy deep places <laughs> yep. so own that mm-hmm. and then see what kind of framework that you can put on in the physical world while you like hop into the ethereal world trying to figure this stuff out absolutely basically. and also not just for the short term like when you're figuring all this stuff out you also have to think about the long term and say yeah. okay is it going to be better two years from now if I'd step back a little bit, recenter, like make sure I'm taken care of, yeah. and then come back to this, or is it going to be better if I try to force myself through this burnout and then quit business altogether? Mm-hmm. You know, like think about it in the long term as mm-hmm. well, because you'll see very quickly that the decision is obvious. Like mm-hmm. whatever is going to serve you and make your business and your path in business sustainable, do that. Like, do that. Take care of yourself. Take care of whatever the situation is. Um, and just really take any any possible um, extra pressure off yourself. Like, anything that doesn't need to get done, you know, don't do it. If you have the funds to delegate, do that. Yes. If you have the uh, tech savvy to um, automate some things, mm-hmm. do that. You know, just reach into, like, your reserves and see what you have as, as your dispo- at your disposal to serve from from where you are without hurting yourself or without deepening the the stress of what you're going through. Yeah, because this wound needs healing. Yep. It needs tending to, and we're just gonna make it bigger. <laughs> we're gonna aggravate yeah. it if we don't if we don't look at it. Absolutely. Right. So, what's the secret sauce? Hmm honor whatever's rising yeah 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 do it yeah do it so the secret sauce for this episode is to honor wherever you are in your life and honor whatever starts to rise within you because there are going to be times where you are either deeply triggered 
or things in your life just require you to pull back and mm-hmm. reassess because nothing is going to feel aligned. Yep. Nothing is going to feel right. You're going to be like, Mm-mm, nope, nope, nope. Yep. <laughs> and and we're all very sensitive. So when yes. we feel nope, it's like a big nope. <laughs> nope. And so just, you know, honor wherever that is. Don't ignore it. Don't try to push through it. Don't be like... Um, you know, I'll just work through it, it'll be fine, or mm-hmm. this isn't really happening, This is, like, and try yeah. to, like, set it off to the side. Yep. Take some time to, um, if you notice parts of yourself coming up, or certain emotions that are unsavory coming up, or memories that you don't want to deal with, <laughs> if you notice all those coming up, definitely, you know, look at them. Yeah. And I know that's so hard. <laughs> that's yeah. very difficult. Um, it's actually enjoyable for me to look at those <laughs> things, but I'm also like very different. So <laughs> I'm always like, ooh, I'm curious. Like, I want to know what is this new part of myself? Yeah. But I've had a lot of healing that I am able to to have that curious mindset and it's yeah. fun because I know I'm unlocking another part of myself. It's like, ooh, yeah. like ooh, like another character. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, I'm up Like when you get a new player on Melee. Well, that's what it is. It's basically like a really really uh, uh, strenuous painful up-leveling. Oh my gosh, I love this analogy so much. I mean, it is. I'm so pumped about shadow work. <laughs> And it's so funny because in video games, they do show, like, the, the outline, like a shadowy outline yeah. before you get them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You just blew you- my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's amazing. But that's what it is. And you're supposed to, you know, even if you can't look at it right now, there are people that, I mean, there's other options to do it. It's a, it, The whole point that we are trying to get here is that if you notice that you're in this space where you're like nothing feels right i just want to be reclusive right now and mm-hmm. figure out what's going on or this these painful memories are really triggering me or i'm noting noting a lot of synchronicities where like it's time for me to address this yeah. right now because that's happened to me before yeah like your tarot you get the tower card like every day yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> your tower is like it's here bitch yeah no yeah. um yeah, so definitely there's other ways to do it. You can definitely use tarot or you can have readings with other people to try to like divine and see like, ooh, like what is happening? What can I honor? How can I honor this space? Um, yeah. You can also look at it from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big, put a lot of distance in between you and that. Um, or if, it, you know, you can really, I guess, know, know when it's the right time to ask for help. Yeah. Um, if you're not able to deal with this alone and you yeah. still have a business that mm-hmm. you need to run. So um, be able to be humble and know when to ask for help and be able to receive that for yourself because Absolutely. your body and your soul is trying to give it to you and you need some healing. I mean, I think that's what shadow work really is. Yeah. It's um, when things trigger you and they come up and they're painful and they're, they're parts of you that you don't want to look at. Um it's not exactly fun, and uh, and it's an up leveling that I think is really. Were you gonna say something? I have a note, but finish. Oh, I was just gonna say it's an up leveling that's like really deep because to me, whenever you do shadow work, mm-hmm. whenever I've done it with myself, like purposefully gone in <laughs> and like I'm gonna like trek through the darkness and like figure out different things about myself. Whenever I have done that, I always come back up like 
the next couple of days, like, I feel like I'm five or six, like, steps further than I was yeah. in my own personal self. That's, yeah. I mean, it makes sense because you're you're not resisting it. Mm-hmm. Like, what we resist persists. That's, like, real yes. life. Yes. Real life. Yes. Okay, so I want to bring out a topic onto the table okay. that's related to this. Uh-huh. Hear your thoughts on it. Okay. What about investing mm-hmm. in a coach when you're in the space? What do you feel about it? Uh, I don't feel good things about it. Um, I don't feel good things either. Yeah. I just wanted to hear your thoughts. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if you're in that space, what you should really be looking at is healers. I don't think that you should be looking at coaches. Um, I think coaches are great if they're going to have some kind of like mindset aspect or maybe Mm -hmm. they are a spiritual coach and healer like that's a good combo but like if you're just going out to hire a business coach because like you're having a dark night of the school (laughs) soul and like your business needs help that that's a little bit misguided yeah it's almost like a rescuing like that's what that's what came up so um as y'all know i am a business coach um and I don't, and I'm a little bit different because I do definitely go heavy on the mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember thinking back in early December, like, oh, what if I just need to hire a higher level business coach, mm. like someone to take me to the next level, um, very like strategy oriented and whatnot. And yeah. so I remember thinking like, oh, maybe that's what will rescue me from this. <laughs> so I'll be yeah. able to throw myself into work yeah. that's new and different and would basically distract me from this. So yeah, I definitely think that if you're, if you are thinking about investing in um, someone um, well, it'd be in yourself, but you know, with with someone, um, that you really take into account that they are someone who is comfortable with shadow work or understands the concept of um, healing the different parts of yourself, as opposed to suppressing it and saying, "Okay, just do the work, just you know, put your head down." Yeah. And you know, like anyone who's that's, that to me, that's being guided by that frantic energy. Yes. Right, because you're yes. like, okay, well, my business needs to, and I'm not being able to do it, and blah blah blah. I'll just hire a coach, and that yeah. just feels, and they're going to tell you the same thing. Well, we'll just do the work, and it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. And it's not that the coach is bad or anything. It's just that if you're, if you're, if you are hiring them with the intention of having them essentially have you skirt tail like this whole thing and not actually go through your healing, mm-hmm. then that's not going to be a good move because. If your work with them is profitable, great, but this will come up again. It's going to continue to come up until you address it and heal it, right? And so, um, yeah, I just, I thought about that when you were talking Mm -hmm. about being guided um, by that frantic energy. And I remembered me thinking in a frantic moment, Mm -hmm. maybe I need to hire a coach that will get me to seven figures or something like that Mm -hmm. um, so that I could put my like my attention on working upwards towards a goal because that's what I thought would help Mm -hmm. as opposed to just like looking inward. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to be said to being introspective. And a lot of people think introspective people are like, um, 
kind of standoffish and not exciting and uh, <laughs> not fun. They're party poopers. They always want to talk to the cats at the party. They never want to, like... <laughs> I love cats. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Like, that's what all those memes are, and that's what people, like, think introverts are. But the truth is, is that, you know, uh, if you are introvert and you're going through this kind of stuff, that you... you um, you kind of, I feel like you kind of have an advantage. Like you, <laughs> you already gain a lot of your energy from looking inward and being alone in the first place. And so, um, if that's where you are and that's where you need to be in your business at that point, then don't feel bad about it. Yeah. And if you're an extrovert and you're like, <laughs> you're like, I don't know how to do that. How do I be alone? How do I be Someone alone? Someone help me. <laughs> Someone come be with me while I be alone. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, that's so funny. We are so funny. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, but if you are an extrovert for real, Uh and you're completely uncomfortable with this concept of, like, okay, let's just sit and think, um, then potentially you can have that one confidant or, like, the the circle that we were talking about earlier be a good springboard for the introspection, right? Like. It doesn't doesn't mean that you have to go sit in like ten hours of meditation in like the Himalayas to like experience <laughs> this whole thing. You can have you can still be an extrovert and and look inward. Yes. You can still yes. be um, you know outgoing and take the time to heal, right? And so make sure that you're especially careful to honor any urges to be alone though because they're, they're, they may come they may come mm-hmm. it may feel out of character yeah and you're like okay, well, what do That's I do weird. with this what do yeah. I do with this so maybe you go be by yourself and like that means you go to a movie by yourself yeah. <laughs> you're not yeah. by yourself but you're not like having to you know be in a conversation mm-hmm. with people mm-hmm. yeah that's all I got for today. <laughs> I like That's that. all, folks. I like that. I feel like these were our notes anyway. Yeah. So I, photographic memory. That <laughs> happened. <laughs> we did do it. We did. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, uh, definitely go to our iTunes page. Do it right now. iTunes. Right now. Do it. Do it. I, you know what? Just open up the iTunes app if you're not. Well, wouldn't it be podcast app on the phone? Whatever, whatever. The pod- podcast app, whatever. <laughs> yeah, just go there and hit that. Hit that stars. Well, however yeah. many stars you want to give us. If you're getting value, if you love us, if you like what we talk about, go to iTunes. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review. Uh, it really, really is helpful for us mm-hmm. to know if we're doing the right stuff here, and it's also helpful for the podcast in general. Yeah, it helps more people see it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you do know someone who is going through a dark night of the soul and they could use some guidance right now, yes. definitely share this episode with them. You can probably just message it to them yes. and not post it on their page to be all awkward. <laughs> just, hey, by the way, I know you're going through some just crap. Just slide this episode in their DMs. Um, outside of iTunes, though, we're also on Google Play. Mm-hmm. If you want to listen from your computer, you can go on soul.strategy.com. Yep. Uh, just like the podcast, and we will have this episode there, too. Yep. Um, what else? We're also starting to get more active on Instagram. We are. We made I, our first IGTV video. And you get to see what we look like. So yes. if you don't know what we look like for whatever reason, <laughs> go over to our Instagram or go to the IGTV app, depending on how mm-hmm. your phone is handling that right now. Um, and tap and like search for us. We have one video out there and we're introducing ourselves. So it's really cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do more. So yeah, definitely. We'll do more. That's, like, great, because you live so close. I know. I know. All right. With that being said. Yes. This has been Sold Out Strategy. Yes. Yes. (laughs) 
that's, that's okay. how we're doing it. <laughs> Peace out.